Welcome. You have joined the free-spirited people that are following the unfiltered insight, thoughts, ideas, inspirations, and wandering travels of Dan Abernathy. A searching vagabond that can't seem to fit in. This is the cool cast. That is C-H-O-O-L, the cool cast. Created for the new and for the different. While filling the pages of my art journals, and then I share them as chronicles, excerpts, fragments, and reflections. Searching for the mystic In a land above the clouds Always been the kind of man Who need to live his life out loud But I'm in Agua Caliente Ain't so hot since I've been here Llamas walk with me and one talks with me Whispers in my ear Find that man with a soul right in his shoes. Message made me on my friend, but the news seemed new to you. Find that man with a soul right in his shoes. Cause it's the only way I know to stay. Yeah, the blues are wild. Let's work to do in Cusco. 
what it is is still not clear But the love is wild with me and one talk Whispers in my ear Gotta find that man with the soul in his shoes Message maybe I hooked up with the elusive Frampton in the coastal jungles of Nicaragua and had a strange, though mysterious, and undefinable time. You will be witness to more of his obscure wisdom and insight and more of his music later in this episode and in future ones. As time rolls forward, the one consistent thing I do is write. Each morning I put my pen to paper. As I am old school, and this is the way my words twitch before they get typed out and end up in some printed form or fashion. With this, I've recreated my column, contributing to the chaos while living life large. Writing an opinion column is nothing new to me. In years past, more years than I would like to broadcast, the Pinedale Roundup was the birthplace of From the Hip a column slightly void of description except for being a platform for my observations, quirks, and oddities. From the hip covered many topics, leaving some with a nod of approval and smile, while others shook their heads in wonder and disbelief. There were readers that responded with praise, aggressive rebuttal, and condemnation, or to perhaps just express their confusion. All, however, reacted because the column did what it was expected to do, evoke thought. This thought was, and now is, never delivered proposing you should follow it. It is and will be written to provoke a thought of your own, whatever that thought may be. Not being frightened with change, I couldn't find a good reason to stay with the column title from the hip. I thought about it for some time and always returned to what I have already been branding, live life large. So that is what I kept, contributing to the chaos while living life large. Some of you know me, some of you do not. Some of you will want to know me while others will not. Some of you, I imagine, will quickly run screaming in disbelief of this printed declaration that will be swirling into your eyes, leaving the stinging residue of a dust storm. Whatever reaction is spawned, this is my voice, and it is ruled by none. Within this realm of writing, I expose myself in one of two ways. An unstoppable rant as seeming as if I have consumed four lines of coke, three shots of tequila, and seven cups of espresso laced coffee while sitting in the back of an all-night diner. Or, like the Buddhist monk, practicing a vow of Zen calmness while all is good. This is just a slight warning to the way of my being, and seldom is there much of an in-between. 
I am about being an individual. I believe you should walk your own path and it should never be two steps behind and to the right. I have been tagged with contributing to the chaos and I accept this definition proudly. My way of contributing is about donating to life and living. I believe this should be accomplished with a carefree attitude filled with reckless abandonment while exuding calmness and compassion amidst the disorder. Our world is in a constant chaotic state. In this capacity of high confusion and disarray, if we carefully look and listen beyond the pandemonium, we can hear the rumbling of oncoming anarchy. It is said this is a natural progression as we, the people, wait for Plato and Socrates declared arrival of the philosopher king. So contributing to the chaos with good and through many obscure facets is in fact contributing to life. We must live life now with the way of mindfulness as our future is truly only tomorrow. This is the only way we can find some contentment and sense of who we are in a world that is insensibly out of control. For myself, I have been in this game way too long to put my clothes back on now. Nor will I settle down, get a job, and find comfort with what many consider the normal way of living. Within this life that is mine, I can adapt to no rules but my own. And these rules will not allow me to walk someone else's footpath. So hold tight to your britches and feel the free blowing wind in your face. This is going to be a fun ride filled with abnormalities and wonder. We'll be going places with fresh eyes, places where rules are found, learned, and then perhaps bent a bit to ignite thought and a small bit of joy. Out of time, but it was pleasing still to find tiny drops of rain from a sky of blue. My shoes were dusty from the road, but like a crusty leap and toad, I was happy dancing in that sweet rain. Come on and rain, fall on me, cleanse my way, drop me memories. Sweet rain. For you, but please don't stop or take every drop. Was no reason for the rhyme, just squeezing logic from my mind. Happens every time under the strain. My dry bones take a bath And my cry becomes a laugh I'm happy dancing in that sweet rain Come on, rain, follow me Cleanse my way, drown me in memories A sweet rain, I thirst for you 
Please don't stop, I'll take every drop. No freezing folk can't stand him on, no sneezing at the doctor's door. But just a happy healing. A sweet rain for me. Cleanse my head, drop me was over because of my inconsistencies that this cool cast was faded away into the, the oblivion into the night into the, the darkness of the shadows but it has not the cool cast like everything I do comes in bits and spurts and it is not gone it is here what over did you say over nothing is over until we decide it is was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! Germans? Forget it, he's rolling. And it ain't over now. Because when the going gets tough... The tough get going! Who's with me? Let's go! Come on! So let's get back to the commentary of what we're talking about. And here's the latest column. Contributing to the chaos while living life large. The title is, Actors Need to Remember What Their Jobs Are. Within this thunderstorm of current governmental affairs we are in, the airwaves are seemingly overflowing in a debauchery of shameless bantering and echoing he said, she said. The static white noise becoming deafening and overpowering to my tinnitus. Out of self-preservation, I have chosen to ignore, abandon, give up, and turn my back to all the pointless and absurd political rhetoric that is destroying our beloved nation. So when the masses tuned in with some type of hate-monger attitude, or possibly just to sit quietly in bewilderment and watch the State of the Union speech, I found rebellious comfort and relief by tuning into Zombieland 2, Double Tap, to watch Woody Harrelson attempt to eradicate zombies. I'm not a huge fan of zombie movies, but this one, in its morbid ways, was humorous and did just what it was supposed to do. This movie entertained me with no residue of disgust hovering over my evening on the couch with popcorn and friends. Though Zombieland 2 was not the type of movie I generally choose to find entertainment in, in its ridiculous, bloody, and grotesque way, it delivered my thoughts and mind, well, to nothing. As millions watched a speech that I'm sure was filled with the same bile the zombies were coughing up, I laughed at the senseless stupidity with reckless abandonment. As I am in this diatribe around the fringes of television viewing, 
I will reveal some honesty with discussing television. I will escape the cool way of proclaiming that I'm too intelligent to watch television and declare that I do. I, like most who say they haven't, have been watching TV all my life. I no longer can force myself to adjust the knob to find CNN, Fox, ABC, CBS, or NBC, but I doubt that I will ever not find some time to be involved with the entertainment relief from the little black screen. I rarely forfeit my viewing time to the new shows being brought forth and released. I will freely admit to being hopelessly addicted to Law & Order, but most of the new programming does not resonate too highly with me. I can understand that it may be deemed trendy by other sources, but not so much for myself. When it comes to television viewing, I have given myself freely to living within the world of reruns. These shows from another time were filled with acting and often an underlying meaning that pointed to a way we should be, or at least try to be. These shows from the past light up the room and project a feeling of good without pushing an ultimatum to how to be trendy. I venture into the land of black and white reruns where actors acted and didn't need a co-star of special effects. They offer me an escape as I empty my mind from what is for a brief moment of escape and getaway. Television, movies, actors, and acting are supposed to be about entertainment. The mission of television and movies are to entertain. The job of an actor is to act and entertain, as they create a passageway for their audiences to escape reality for 30 minutes, or perhaps even two hours and 10 minutes. Combining the two together should become the vehicle to escape and forget this troubled world that we are living in. Because of our fickle society, celebrities of all venues have become the heroes, and because so, they have become a voice to the people. Though I agree with Joaquin Phoenix's message about compassion when he accepted his Oscar, I really could care less if he has taken a stand and doesn't put cow's milk in his Wheaties. Robert De Niro bashes the current administration as if he's acting his part in The Irishman. Meryl Streep, Roseanne Barr, and Cher bashing or endorsing someone in this political arena means nothing. Actors and actresses should not use their names to sway, vote, and endorse political parties. Politics and religion should not be talked about in a bar, on a beach, or at Universal Studios. Actors and actresses should remember have made their millions by acting in a false perspective of life. Why should we think their words carry more weight than it truly does? I strongly believe everyone's voice matters, but we all should pause a brief moment before we speak. An actor's job is to act, so they should continue to act, and by all means, act right.
the arms in the storm. was another Buck Frampton tune, Whiskey and Wool. I ran into Buck last summer when I was up in the Pacific Northwest and had a brief moment, an elusive moment, and, and any time you get with Buck, it's always quick, insightful, and something you walk away wondering what just happened. When Buck was up on Vancouver Island, he did this song. He wrote it as he was playing it and did little changing through the end of it. So it's released here live. I believe, for the first time. I also got uh, a recording from Buck. 
that I thought was real interesting. I didn't even know he played golf, but he had a conversation about a golf game, and this is an exclusive for the Coolcast to play this with a little insight of a very seldom heard conversation with the amazing Buck. So I jump ship in Hong Kong, and I make my way over to Tibet, and I get on as a looper at a course over there in Himalayas. A looper? A looper. You know, a caddy, a looper. Jack. So I tell him I'm a pro jack. And who do you think they give me? The Dalai Lama himself. The 12th son of the Lama. The flowing robes, the grace, bald. Striking. So I'm on the first tee with him. I give him the driver. He hauls off and whacks one. Big hitter, the Lama. Long. Into a 10,000-foot crevice right at the base of this glacier. Do you know what the Lama says? No. Gunga Galunga. Gunga Gunga la Gunga. So we finish 18, and he's going to stiff me. And I say, hey, Lama, hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know? And he says, oh, uh, there won't be any money. But when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness. So I got that going for me, which is nice. With total consciousness is a great way to start the next segment, which is Art Carney's for Playa Gante. Playa Gante is a small fishing village in Nicaragua. It is severely struggling now. Because of the political crisis in Nicaragua, the loss of tourism, and the unemployment is at an all-time high, it is struggling. Playa Gante is a small fishing village located north of San Juan del Sur on the Pacific southern coast of Nicaragua. The village has a small population of about 500, and they are some of the most gracious people I have ever met, but they are in trouble. With the fishing and tourism industry suffering greatly, the unemployment rate is rapidly increasing. These proud people are hurting. They need help feeding and caring for their families. I'm asking for your help to help them. In the forthcoming future, you'll be hearing about humanitarian plans to assist this village, including a strategy to raise money for Playa Gante via donations and art sales. My goal is to raise $1,000 per month. If we can do this, the entire village can be supplied with gallo pinto, beans and rice, and compassionately assisted. In this greater plan of things, $1,000 is truly a very small amount, but to them it is massive. If you are in possession of one of these kind souls and would like to give a donation of love, please contact me. Even the smallest amount will help greatly. I guarantee that each dollar received will be going to help these proud people. Not one dime will be spent on administration fees, salaries, or to a CEO. Please contact me if you'd like to donate something or you have any questions about helping. You can also go to my website, www.contributechaos.com and click on the link, Art Carnies for Playa Gante. It will take you to the donation button on the bottom of the page. So with this humanitarian campaign, we are now in our second month. January was fantastic. The donations of compassion you have given have not only helped feed these proud people, it helped them in other ways as well. 
We have purchased school supplies for kids unable to afford them. We have also gotten prescriptions for elderly people that have not been on their meds because they didn't have the money to get them. With the generous help of you, the donators, we are making a difference. Like I said before, each and every dollar that is brought in goes directly to the people. There is no administration fees removed or a fat check paid to a CEO. We are here for the people, and it's that simple. These donations that I'm getting, that you are sending, are not just about the amount. It is also about kindness and compassion. It is about feeling good inside when giving to someone with no other motive than to just help. I've had friends dig deep into their pockets for a few hundred dollars and other friends that could only afford two dollars or maybe five dollars, but they give. They give just to help and it touches my heart. Susan and Steve, true art carnies, are constantly on the road selling at Jerry Art Festivals. With each festival, they pick a piece of art, marking it for Flagante, and when it sells, they donate the money. All this help has been amazing and it cannot stop. Please go to my website and click on the link for Art Carnies for Playa Gante. And the information is there, the donations and the money. And I want to thank you. From all that I am, I thank each and every person that has donated, all that are donating, and the ones that are going to donate. To you, I thank you. Time to slow it down a bit and beat it up. This is the oral art of the spoken word. The first reading is my friend. I walk in the woods to be among my friends. Each time I embark on this stroll, I find a new one, a tree, standing proud and unique, waiting with no hesitation to be my friend. The second reading, I am I stand in the solitude of the sea, the white foam of surf circling my bare feet. I feel complete, not capable of knowing impression or thought. I just am. These words of poetry came from the collection of Poetry and Words 2020. You can find more of the poetry of Dan Abernathy on my website and in the volumes of Looking for Security While Wearing a Lone Clock. I don't shave on Sundays and my mind has forgotten to age. 
Plus, be on alert for the new chapbook that will be out soon. Morning Sex and Pancakes. The creative process for my words starts each morning as I open my journals and pour myself into them. These are thoughts and ideas that arrive from unlimited sources. This is my voice, be it in words or in art. It is a collection of oddities, fascinations, desires, and obsessions. A roadmap of sorts, tracking the life of a man that can't and won't fit in. Now I make available 98% of my freedom and perspectives with chronicles, excerpts, fragments, and reflections. Be they unsolified and random thoughts, words of meaning, words of too much meaning, or perhaps at times, meandering, incomplete, and unedited rants unleashed to the masses. The other 2% I keep to myself, archived as a waiting gift for the scholars and naysayers to decipher after I walk on. I had the opportunity the other day to venture into a doll maker's studio with camera in hand and spend some time perusing through the bits and pieces that occupy the studio of someone building dolls, someone collecting dolls, someone obsessed with dolls. It all turned a bit dark as the pieces and bits that I was viewing seem to show the dark side of their intended beauty. But with these images showing the dark side, remember, the path towards the highest light often guides us through the shadows to the darkest of darkness. This is the route, as we must know the dark to know the light. This is the gift. The highest light is there for all of us that pass through the dark. To see these images, please go to my website and click on the WordPress blog. Now, as we're getting close to signing off on this episode number 13, let's go out with one more song of the infamous Buck Frampton. This song, Loco Lele, is written from the personal influence of Lele herself. I've heard the stories. Tak what I'm bored.
loves the clock. Look a lily, you act so silly. You follow me around the block. I remember the sounds of the city, the gaucho festival. And all the shy pretty women who kept my head swimming everywhere I go. But what I remember most was Diego as white as a ghost. When at four in the morning they came with the waters and lilies at your door. Look a lily, you act so silly, you follow me around the block. You say I'm gonna go with you to talk about them cuckoo, but you left your clock. Local lily, don't act so silly. Don't follow me around the block, up and down the streets of the city, thinking I'm gonna go to Tacuare Mo. The summers and months of a day, yo, nearly perfect in every way. All the cocoa brown hot is sipping on the mate on the beach at the end of the day. What I remember most, and I'm not lying or trying to boast, but for whatever reason she found me a pleasing, and I started pleasing when she started squeezing. She don't like the side doors, she don't like. She don't like what most others like, don't like the way they think. She don't worry about tomorrow. She don't ever ask me why. She can't see no reason for me to be a piece in Uruguay. No, no. That was Buck Frampton at Local Lily. I hope you enjoyed Buck's music as much as I do, and stay tuned and keep your ear open. With a little luck, I'll be bringing more of Buck into the folds of the Coolcast. So for the best way to keep track of what's going on here with myself and what I'm doing is to subscribe for email notifications. Join the free-spirited people that are following my thoughts, ideas, and inspirations, and wandering travels of a searching vagabond. Find the links to this unfiltered insight from the mind of Dan Abernathy at www.contributechaos.com. Whose motorcycle is this? It's a chopper, baby. Whose chopper is this? Zed's. Who's Zed? Zed's dead, baby. Zed's dead.